Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. Auntie, <laughs> what up? What up? <laughs> How are you, T? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. All right. I I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like no, it. No complaints. No complaints. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is kind of a shit show of an episode. Not not <sighs> shit like it's bad. Like, oh, what's happening? Well, it's it's interesting because. It's rare for Seventh Heaven to have a very obvious to be continued episode. Yeah. That's not a literal to be continued episode. Yeah, exactly. Like 916 does not end with the to be continued. Mm -mm. It doesn't even leave you with the sense that it will be continued. Yeah, exactly. But yet 917 titled Tangled Web We Weaved Mm -hmm. picks up right where 916 left off. Yeah. Um, which is kind of neat, you know, but, and, and yet it also does sort of take its own path. Like it does have its own topics and concerns, you know, um, it's, 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 it's interesting to say the least. The Amazon prime spoilie is secrets threaten to tear the Camdens apart. Does it though? Okay. Mm, I know. And then the DVD description is now that the Camden kids have lied to their parents about Mary, they try to cover it up with further lies. Meanwhile, Simon panics after a one night stand. Yeah. So right off the bat, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to play this clip of Simon having breakfast with his new flavor of the week. But those eggs look good. Sometimes it's tough telling someone something that's so, I mean, it's just that people aren't perfect. We all know that. But when it comes to telling someone something about ourselves that isn't so great, we just have a difficult time. Yeah. So I'm just saying Mary's not a bad person just because she doesn't want to be married or be a mother. Well, no. But it does make her an irresponsible person. Yeah, I guess. But people can't help who they are. Oh, people can help being irresponsible. Maybe she can't. And sometimes people are irresponsible. It just happens. No, see, I'm not sure if I agree with you. Well, I don't want to argue with you. I care about you. I care about you, too. Yes. But you might not care about me if I told you something about me that I should have told you about last night, which is kind of why I sympathize with your sister. Woof. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So much to unpack here. One. (sighs) One. I like, I really like that the show is not playing that game of what's happening with Mary and Carlos. Like, the show is giving the audience the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. that the audience has caught on to what's happening here. Yeah. Okay. That it's not that she's having a baby. It's clearly that her marriage is a little bit on the ropes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, two, what the fuck, Simon? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, first of all, props to David Gallagher for handling that whole two minute silent scene of basically Make- being a waiter, like a yeah. pro. Like he's balancing plates and cups of coffee mm-hmm. and doing the most with his breakfast making. Um, but also what the fuck mm-hmm. is the deal with Sandra? <laughs> That was her name? I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, we don't even get her name. I just know it because of the x-ray. Yeah. Who are you? 
what's up with your voice? And did you just have unprotected sex with Simon? Like, what are what are we learning here? Not 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 responsible. Good things. Careless, thoughtless, whatever you want to call that. Irresponsible, all of it. It's so obvious just talking about an STD. Like, it's so obvious that she's basically saying, I lied to you. I know I have an STD, and now you might too. Terrible. And all I can think is like, oh my God, Simon, are you not using condoms still? It's, I just can't imagine not... I, I don't being know. Being careful? I, no, but that always. Yes. <laughs> I can't imagine someone not being careful. That's besides the point. I feel like that should just be embedded in everybody. Yes. You know, like that yes. shouldn't, you shouldn't have to it think about it. Yeah. It's just, it should be instinct. Yes. But the fact that she didn't say anything yeah. scares the shit yeah. out of me. Man or woman, I don't give a shit who it is. You got you got something, you have to say it. I don't care. I is it an awkward conversation? No shit. But guess what? You're in this predicament and you got to tell that person. I know. How un- that's unfair. It's not only unfair, it's borderline psychopathic. Yes. Like like the person who knows they have an STD and doesn't tell their partner, yeah, is a psychopath. And also, you have an SCD and you're just having a one night stand left and right. I know. Did you not learn anything last night? Why didn't you enforce the condom rule last night knowing you have an SCD? Like, what is happening here? What, like, the show is so hell bent on making it like, ooh, look at Simon breaking all the rules, having sex before marriage. Yeah. It's not even focusing on responsibility, like on having responsible sex and safe sex. It's like you're missing a huge chunk of reality here, Brenda yeah. Hampton. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, it's 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 infuriating. It's and scary. then and then only to learn at like 44 minutes later that he'll be fine because they had safe sex. I'm like, oh, so these two are just morons then yeah. who had safe sex and are still tripping about STDs because they don't even, because they don't have any sex education because they're, because they're a bunch of idiots yeah. having sex. Like, and just hearing, so I've been with everybody that you've been with and I've been ugh. with it. I was like, ah, Gross. Well, first of all, what happened to Anna? <laughs> yeah, that ship has sailed, clearly. Apparently. Yeah. Or they couldn't Sandra's book her. The- Maybe she was, like, working on another thing. Yeah, yeah. This, this, <laughs> this random actress we've never seen since. <laughs> she was obviously a hot commodity. <laughs> this is, it's just, oh, my God. I mean, you. this is a whole show just in and of itself. Simon and the, the trials and tribulations of a couple of idiots having sex when they don't know anything about anything, you know? Yeah. Oh. Oof, magoof. So, yes, everybody is spiraling because in in light of the lie they just told their parents mm-hmm. about um, Mary having a baby. Yep. Okay. Now Annie has a bug up her ass. She's going to go to New York yeah. and visit because she wants to be there. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, she, of course, she has to talk to Carlos because she can't talk to Mary, even though we don't even see Carlos. So it doesn't matter. She I might know. as well talk to Mary. Will we ever see Carlos? 
I don't know. Actually, um, that's a good question. But here's the trip, though. Through a series of conversations and stuff, we learn a lot about Mary in this episode. Yeah, we do. So in the last episode, all we really knew was that clearly her marriage was rocky. Something's not, you know, mm-hmm. not not everything is great in paradise or whatever. But in this episode, we learn that she's basically left. Yeah. Like... She has full on abandoned her fam, dude. Yeah. And what makes it worse is that we're also led to believe, or I should say it this way, we also learn that Carlos has no clue. Yeah. He just thinks yeah. that she has taken an assignment mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. And yet, like, she's like, ditched them which is and like lucy at some point i think even ruthie refer to it as like one of mary's like vacations from reality like i think i think lucy says those words right i think so and i'm just like oh my god mary like it's one thing for you to have been flighty and sort of yeah you know go where the wind blows this is big this is your husband and child, most yeah. importantly, we're talking about. And you we're and we're to understand that you have just up and ditched them mm-hmm. for possibly indefinitely? I guess. That is some dark shit, dude. I uh-huh. <laughs> I have no words. And I think even Lucy, doesn't she mention in this episode in particular that um Mary is not returning her phone calls? Uh no, I don't know that it's in this episode. Spoiler alert: we've uh, done a, we've watched a few as as of this record, but sorry. I don't know that it's this episode. But I although it is sort of hinted at that, like you know, because here here's what it is, right? Every everybody basically, meaning Ruthie, Lucy, Simon, even Matt, Matt. everybody is basically trying to play damage control because yeah. now Annie is like, I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to visit. She's visit, all excited. Visit. Because she has no clue. And so now they don't know what to do because Simon got them into this mess by lying about this whole thing. Mary's gotten them into this mess by apparently confiding in each of her siblings that her marriage is over, but not confiding in her husband or her parents, making it this big secret or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so they don't know what to do because they don't want Annie to go all the way to New York only to discover that yeah. it's not true. They don't want Carlos to deal with that, you know. Yeah. And they don't know what and then and they don't know how to untangle this web of lies they've weaved. Dude. Right. Um, so everyone's like putting it on Simon. Like, Simon, pick up your fucking phone. Yeah. You need to come clean because we don't know what the fuck to do. Meanwhile, now Simon's dealing with the scare of his STD or whatever. So he's like out of commission pretty much the whole episode. He's like, y'all fend for yourself. I got problems. My biggest problem with Simon in this episode is one, his complete ignorance and stupidity, but also he, when Eric finally dries over there because he's convinced that something's going on. Well, yeah, because he listens to Matt's voice messages. That's right. right. When when Eric does go over there and they're having that whole conversation and Eric's playing that game of like like playing stupid Mm -hmm. and trying to draw the truth out of Simon, Simon divulges Mary's truth yeah so that he doesn't have to divulge his own exactly and it's so gross Mm -hmm. it's such an 
ugly color on Simon. Yeah. That you're just like, oh, Simon, Simon, my boy, like, where have you, how far, how far you fallen, you know? And, and in a weird way, oh God, if I'm not mistaken, Lucy, even she's like, that's all he told you. Mm hmm. Well, right, because at this point she knows because he's already talked to Kevin. And so Kevin has, of course, talked to Lucy about yeah. the STD thing. And I have to admit, like two things went in my in my head when Lucy did that. I was like, Lucy, don't don't, don't be don't, the one. Yeah. Don't betray your brother right now. And then also like, God, but maybe they should know. But I was like, no, th- I don't think they need to because he still doesn't even know what his issue is like. If he if he has an STD or not, because we're you and I, the audience, are here Don't to believe right. that this boy has been having unprotected sex, right? And it's quite the opposite. He's been protected, right? Which again, on the from the meta sense or yeah. whatever, like of course, like of course they're not going to have Simon have unprotected sex. You know what I mean? Like, of course they're going to protect the character of Simon in this instance and just make it like now, now kids, didn't you learn a lesson? Don't you ever have unprotected sex? Cause you don't know. Like it's all about the lesson in the end. You know what I mean? I get it. But, but it's also just like these people. And honestly, the previous episode really touched on it. And this, this episode just sort of highlights it over it you know like like underlines it puts a point on it or whatever like these kids are so um what's the word naive like sheltered yeah yeah they're so uneducated about sex and about you know physical relationships and all of that stuff to where like they're spiraling out of control Uh over you know presumably nothing because they just don't know anything you know because they haven't been exposed and they haven't been taught and they haven't you know experienced Mm -hmm. the full spectrum of life's experiences yeah and so of course they're like behind the curve when it comes to just basic knowledge of life you know what i mean they're behind the curve they're stunted yeah and Lucy, I know you had a baby, but you need to get on that sex uh, education thing at church. Okay. When is that going to happen? No, I know. I want to see that. But, yeah. more, but more importantly, I have a very important note to speak to. Yeah. So when Kevin and Lucy are talking about Simon, right? Yeah. Basically, because Simon called Kevin. Yeah, because he's going to get to Matt. Matt. Yeah. Simon called Kevin. Kevin's talking to Lucy about it. They're doing that whole like debriefing thing as a couple, mm-hmm. which I, I enjoy. Um, they're, they're, they're catching up with each other and, um, Kevin says something about how he feels, you know, even more of a need to like talk to Ruthie, you know, and like, and because, because Simon is an idiot and he's stupid and all these things. And then I don't quite remember exactly what is said in this moment, but Something about this moment between Kevin and Lucy made me question if they themselves are not using birth control. Mm. I think it's because he said Kevin says something to the effect of like, well, you know, like that's why you shouldn't be having sex before you're married or whatever. And I just had this flash 
moment, this like light bulb moment of like, oh my God, are these two, because they're married, just not using birth control, be it a condom, be it the pill, be it the diaphragm, whatever the fuck, like, are these two just winging it and seeing what happens? Like, is Savannah just an accident? Like, because they weren't trying for Savannah. Yeah, they weren't trying for Savannah. Which leads me to believe, like, these two fucking yahoos are not even practicing what they fucking preach. Like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, it's true. It is is something to think about. What is happening? What is happening on this show? (sighs) Like, this is, it's, it's, it's untenable that even in 2005, because that's not that long ago, let's be real. Mm -hmm. This is post-AIDS, post-everything, okay? Yeah. In 2005, that the conversation is more heavily centered on lying and having to untangle webs of lies than the fact that these people are have are completely clueless about sex. <laughs> like, yeah. what yeah. are we doing? These th- fucking Ruthie, Lucy, and Martin spend the whole episode sweating bullets about how they're going to unlie to their parents. Yeah. And I'm like... Y'all are not the problem right now. The lies are not the problem. Your problems are Simon, who's a complete dumbo when it comes to all the girls he's fucking. Yeah. Your problems are Mary, who has abandoned her fucking family. Mm-hmm. Those are the conversations that should be have being had. Not like, oh, we lied. What do we do? Who cares at this point? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, like perspective, please. They're acting like kids that don't want to be caught by their parents. And like Lucy, you're you're, you're grown, a bitch. You're married. What you got a kid. You're like you're grounded. Get over yourself. Seriously, it's so. What are bizarre. your consequences? What are your consequences? What are you gonna do? Chores? Yeah. I know. No TV for a week? I know. Ruthie's tripping, talking to Lucy like, okay, if we if we don't tell the like if Simon doesn't tell the truth, like mom and dad are gonna know we lied. And like, oh my god, and I'm like. And what? Meanwhile, your brother is worried he has a fucking STD and your sister has left her fucking family and y'all are worried about some lies you told? Who cares? Yeah, dude. I don't... Remember when it was really cute when they said, oh, back to the same old tricks, like we're lying, we're covering for Mary or lying for Mary. Yeah, that was cute then. It was cute for you to... It was cute because, yes, you were... It's literally the same pattern. But the fact that you're acting like... You're all under eight. Ruthie is. But the fact that everybody's behaving like they are 18 or like younger than 18 living in the house where mommy and daddy can ground them Mm -hmm. is a problem. Mm -hmm. Not to mention how Martin and Matt get involved in this whole thing. Yeah. So... We, we let's talk about that for a second. So while the Camden kids are all losing their shit over how they're going to untangle this web of lies, Martin they've weaved, okay. Martin very casually and like chill. Okay. Um, invites Ruthie to go hang at the promenade with him and Matt. Super excited about it. Soup's chill. Like super cash too. Like, he's casual. like I didn't catch on at all. No, 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 like he's casual, but his eyes just like, a little bit of a sparkle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so she turns him down because she's like, well, I even t- I even turned Vincent down tonight because like there's some drama going on here. I want to yeah. be here for it. So and then, of course, Martin's like, what's the drama? And he does that whole like pissy thing where he's like, well, I'm not part of the family, I guess. And so then he sort of like coerces Ruthie into bringing yeah. him into the circle, you know, even though he has yeah. nothing to do with anything. So now he's in on the whole deal, okay? Mm-hmm. So when he ends up at the promenade, yeah. Mac all excitedly is like, she didn't come? Yeah. And Martin's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> These two are going to fucking do it out over Ruthie, man. Like, it's not going to end pretty. I don't care. I'm here for it. I'm just excited. show me some bullshit teenage drama. It's, yeah, this should, I'm here for it. Because so. it's like, it's just fun it is fun it's, it's fun it's that whole this whole martin and mac shit is like the one glimmer of light in this yeah. episode like you don't you don't want this in real life like you don't want to experience no. it but you're like i'll watch it yeah yeah it's super exciting <laughs> dish it out for me thank you yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> i'll live vicariously i'm good um so martin's like yeah well i told you i would like ask her if she wanted to come and it's up to her and she said she didn't want to come and max all like bummed about it or whatever because mm-hmm. while Martin was talking to Ruthie, Max spied with his little eye, yep. Vincent, out on a date with Ashley fucking Benson. What was her character's name? I don't know. Exactly. It's like Ashley I fucking Benson. I tuned out the minute I noticed it was Ashley Benson. For all same I care, here. her name is Ashley Benson. Same. I could care less what her character is. Has this name. girl grown up? She looks the exact same. She does look the exact she same. She looks... She does have a very, like, baby face. She She's just really fucking cute. I'm yeah. like, okay, you look the same. The only difference is your hair has changed. Yeah. I mean, That's yeah, a bad been it. dyed or whatever, yeah. Mind you... A part of me feels like one of these days I'm going to go back to Pretty Little Liars and like finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did you give up? Um, somewhere in the middle, probably like early on. Well How? before the craziness of all the dead people coming back and all that what? shit. Oh, okay. See, I never watched the show, but I remember seeing all the commercials for it. I'm yeah. like, oh, so what's happening now? And I know a few people that watched it and they just said it was it was like a car accident. You just can't look away. Yes, that's how it was for me as well. Like, as far as I could go with it. Like, yeah. for a minute in my household, Freeform, or at the time, ABC Family, was like all the rage. Yeah. And then and then it just sort of, we just got over it. And it was okay. around the time, I'll be honest, it was around the time Kyle XY got canceled. Kyle XY was our jam in my household. Mm. We were all about fucking Kyle XY. Killed in its prime. That show was gold. It deserved a second, fifth, millionth chance. I don't care. That show was going places. Pulled in its prime. I don't give a shit. I still don't know what that show is about. All I know is a guy without a belly button. Yes, because do you even want to know right now? You should know. Because he's not human. I mean, he's human, but he wasn't gestated normally. Like, he was, like, created in an incubator or whatever. Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, he was grown in an incubator, so he doesn't need an umbilical cord, so he doesn't have a belly button. What? Holler. It was the greatest show of all that's time. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, so fucking Mac has spied Vincent on a date with Ashley Benson. That little shithead. And and right away, I'm like, 
Oh, okay, Vincent. You just fucking songed and danced your way back into Ruthie's heart. Yep. And now you're going to be tripping over her because she said no to you for one night. Like, yeah. where she was like, I can't go out with you. Now you're going to try to play this jealousy card, Vincent. Asshole. Vinny, Vincenzo, get the fuck out of my face, asshole. <laughs> can't handle him. Fuck you, Vincenzo. Sorry. <laughs> so, of course, Mac and Martin confront him. Or rather... They see him, so and Vincent he, walks over. Yeah, he comes over, and he's like, "What's up?" And then Martin feels compelled to like spill all the beans, spill all the tea, in an, in an, in an effort to explain to Vincenzo why Ruthie didn't yeah. come out. Like he's like defending Ruthie's honor by spilling Ruthie's secret. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's a really gray area exactly walking on you should be like dude she's dealing with a crisis fuck you and left it at that right it's not his place to spill the tea he's like yeah i don't know mary i think she might have left the family i don't know and then (laughs) mac oh my god (laughs) fucking mac any excuse to go back to the house bro i'm a child of divorce i know what it's like to her about this like he's like what mary left you don't even know mary it doesn't matter i know the candidates (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking mac is just like looking for an I, excuse look 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 if it's mac is so gonna behave like greatest. this if mac is gonna be i'm Ooh. all for it because like if he's gonna give me just like that comic relief here and there like you fucking turd like he's yes. such a little shit where you're just like mac like what is your deal bro like i don't know are I'm you kinda, gonna make a move or not i'm kind of happening right it, now it's terrible because i don't appreciate this kind of personality and a person right at all mind you you're here for it with mac <laughs> yes i'm like let me watch this shit yes. you know like then you know dish it out like a telenovela I'm, yes I, yes I'm, I'm like so i eat it up dude it's like fucking popcorn <laughs> it's so exciting and like fun and funny and just all the things Cause, like yeah because mac is the perfect like instigator and like yes. poker to martin right now yes he's like Dude, I know you're probably going to end up with her, but I still, I think I have no. a chance. So let Hold me on. see if it's going to happen. I want to play this clip between these two. It's okay. What Martin says in this moment is like so clutch. She didn't come? Who? Ruthie. No, I thought she was coming. I said I would ask her if she wanted to hang out with us. I asked her if she didn't want to hang out with us. Why not? She said it didn't work out that great last time. Yeah, but that was before I knew that she has a crush on me. Had a crush on you. She had a crush on you. She no longer has a crush on you. She has a boyfriend. Had a boyfriend. I saw him wandering around with some girl. Would have been the perfect time. For? For her to hang out with us. You're too old for her. And you're not going out with her. And if you do go out with her, you're not going to be my friend. I knew you liked her. No, I don't. She's like a sister to me. And I would never let my sister go out with you. Shut up. Lies. Lies, you tell yourself, Martin. Lies. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. favorite. He's like, and if you do go with her, you're not and even I'm my friend. friend. <laughs> it's so, it's so the greatest. God. He, he's like, no. Like, it just, he's like, why didn't Ruthie come? Like, it's just so, yeah, he's truly disappointed that he's just, she's not there. Oh, it's man. so, so much fun to watch. They're treating Ruthie like she's the hot senior. It's kind of funny. Okay, let's actually, now that you've stepped in it, let's talk about this. What did I step in? No, the idea that, like, they are, they are treating Ruthie like she is a person who doesn't have autonomy or Mm -hmm. agency over her own self, like, as if she is a prize to be won. True. 
Ruthie is her own person, you know, Ruthie. This is what I, this is the greatest moment though. I don't know if it's very subtle. I don't know if you caught it. So they end up back at the house, right? Oh, I, I caught and that. Then Vin, and then Vincent comes over. Yeah. And he bursts in and he's like, I don't like it. These two being here. I don't know if you know this, Ruthie, but they both like you. And Ruthie's like, oh, I, I know. know. Holy shit. I know. I we loved just blew it. this thing wide open. I loved it. I was like, it's Ruthie. so perfect. It's Oh my god! It's like it gave me chills. Like I wish I was a character on that show for this particular scene. But I like would high slow five, clap the fuck out of or it. Or I just like high five. Yeah, bitch, get it. Yes. Well, I wouldn't call her a bitch, but you know what I mean. You call her like a batch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Dude, when she says, "Oh, I know," I'm like, "Oh my god, Ruthie, you little minx!" Ah, she's so the greatest. Yep, I love it. Oh, she's just the fucking greatest. I, I love her so much. Fucking Vincent, mind you, is like mea culpaing all over the fucking place. Oh, yeah. Because Martin and Mac make him feel bad. So then he immediately goes, tells Ashley Benson, like, listen, this was really about jealousy. She's like, oh, I get it. You're not the first one. Bye. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> by the way, chill. we're never going to go out on a date again. Right. She does say that. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We will see her again. What? Yeah. Damn it. So then he goes running to, to Ruthie and like basically tells her like oh i went out on the state it was about jealousy whatever she's like you know you can do that like we haven't we're not like soups exclusive you know it's fine but i felt that you know what's weird to me i thought that was weird that she said that yeah because i she likes vincent yeah but see that's so ruthy though I to can, be like right chill. but then and then in the next breath they're like, okay, but I really like you. And she's like, well, me too. So yeah. then they become exclusive. You know what I mean? Like, Basically. it's so Ruthie to be like, it's fine. You know, like you can do that. I can do, do that. that. It's like chill, you know? And then meanwhile, she's got four people in love with her. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, so though, so now these three are like, swinging their dicks around like none of them neither of them want to leave like no yeah. one wants to go everyone's like trying to like claim possession over ruthie or mm-hmm. whatever um and it's not until and then the phone rings and it's this hilarious thing it's like it's only on the show the phone rings for oh 0.5 seconds and then Three seconds later, Annie comes down. That was your father. Brother. He wants waffles. He'll be home soon. And I'm like, how did all this conversation happen? Didn't you want waffles, though? I did. Uh, seeing them eat waffles, I needed waffles. And I'm not a waffle person, oh, mind you. Waffles. Not to say waffles aren't good or bad. I just never say, mm, waffles. Waffles are delicious. I just never get them. But when they were eating it, I was like, hmm, waffles, yeah. Are you, waffles. are you hashtag waffles or hashtag pancakes? Fuck, I love pancakes, too. People, which one? Uh, which one are you hashtag? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like the crunch of the waffle and the. I like it. French toast. <laughs> Ooh. It's that clutch it, hidden option C, because, dude. Because <laughs> it's yes. that middle of like crunch and soft. And I'm like, yes. Plus, honestly, French toast absorbs all the syrup so mm. well. Ugh, I love a good French toast. Oh my god, now I need French toast in my life. It's just funny. You're like waffles or pancakes. I'm like French toast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway, I'm kind of I'm pretty much hashtag waffles over pancakes anyway. Mm. But definitely hashtag French toast over anything else. Listeners, you let us know. Are you hashtag waffles, hashtag pancakes, or hashtag French toast? We should put a poll on Twitter. I will. I'm gonna put a poll on Twitter for that. 
for this episode. Yeah. Note to self. Um, and, yeah. and, and also you can pick, but whoever wants to leave us like little, um, you know, ideas of what their toppings are. Yeah. Ooh. Like, okay. If I'm going to have a pancake, it's going to be a blueberry pancake. I'll mm. say that. Interesting. Okay. I love me a blueberry pancake. Hmm. More than any other kind. Like chocolate chip, no thank you. Yeah, I don't care for chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. I like fruit with my pancakes, whether it's yes. strawberry or blueberry. Banana. Ugh, I don't like strawberries. Ooh, banana. Yeah. yeah. Something about banana. But see, a banana on a waffle, though, that's mm. so clutch. Strawberry, like, too. I'm here. No, I, I'm not a big strawberry fan. What? I don't Sorry. like them. I don't like them in any form. Jams, fresh. <gasps> I'm not a strawberry fan. I love fan. strawberries in every form. <laughs> fresh. Uh, jam, whatever, jelly, all of it. I like it all. I do like candy that's supposed to be flavored like a strawberry, though. Like, I like a good Jolly Rancher strawberry. Interesting. I like a good um, strawberry gusher. Like Strawberry yes. shortcake ice cream? Mm, no. Sh- no. Mm, do you like strawberry in your cakes? Like no. Like a berry cake? No. Oh. I'm not a big berry fan in general. Oh. Even blueberries are not really my jam. But apparently but I pancakes. Do, but I do like, a, like if I'm going to have a fruit, I prefer it to be blueberry. But I like a plain pancake, too. Oh, yeah. I know. Same. Yeah. Just give me a little bit of butter. But, but I like a plain waffle over a plain pancake any day. Mm. Something about a waffle, man. It's so late. Now I want breakfast. I know, right? I love Ugh. breakfast at dinner. Let me, me tell you. Who are we? Leslie Nope and Ron Swanson? <laughs> Um. Okay. Anyway, so so this fool wants waffles. Yeah, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about waffles?" Now it's like the middle of the night, whatever. And mind you, they're still harboring this secret. You know, then they don't know that Eric now knows the truth about Mary. So so they're all eating waffles. Mm-hmm. Eric comes home. The boys, all three of them, immediately are like, good night. Peace out. <laughs> like, Seriously. Martin goes upstairs. Mac and um, Vincent, like, peace out. So it's just the kids plus Kevin. Um, is it, I don't even know if Kevin's there now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, yeah, he's, he, sitting, he he's sitting next yeah, to Lucy. Um, I mean, where else would he be sitting? Well, he could have like checked on Savannah or, you know, something where it's just the Camdens again. Um, anyway, so he sits, he, so he comes in, he's like, oh, waffles. Oh, they go so well with the truth, don't they? And it's like, dun, dun, dun. I was like, what? But, and, and here in my head, I'm like, wait, when was that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Why do waffles? You know, the old saying, eat a waffle, tell the truth. Yeah. Uh, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, no idea. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. So, basically, the kids are now sort of faced with the fact that there is a truth to be told. You know? Here's the thing. I, like, I'm, this is me. I'm weirded out that you are willing to dish out some crazy truth over a meal. I don't know because then I will tie that meal forever with that moment. Well, that's why it's waffles specifically. I think because because I think why because it's a web. No, (laughs) okay, no. I think I think because Eric wants it to be tied. Like he wants to create a tradition, yeah, around the idea of like midnight waffles and it being a real thing you know what i mean like Mm. like it's not just fun we're here for a reason i have to admit i do i do have uh i do have like a what's it called um if you're down 
you're pissed at life or something's going on, I do make a crazy grilled cheese sandwich for anybody that like is in a pickle. You know how like, uh, what's it called? Um, Sheldon offers a cup of tea. Uh Uh-huh. Mine's food, <laughs> and it's usually grilled cheese. No, tell me, tell me what what constitutes a crazy grilled cheese? Oh, it's halloum. I use halloumi cheese because that makes it crazy. Girl. Well, I t- thought you were gonna oh. say you put some pickles in there. Or oh something. no, no, no. Well, see, it it varies. It depends on my mood. But like, I'll add like hot pepper paste. Mm. I'll add like mint in there. Ooh, mint and cheese. Dried mint. Dried mint with that I cheese. Just don't like mint. I have oh, an okay. aversion to mint. I add a little bit of it, and I. Whether it's like butter or olive oil, but mm-hmm. olive oil is as a topping, but usually like, oh yeah, you need that yeah. butter. You need but, that butter coat. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just, it all varies what the mood is. I'm like, how plain do you want it? Or do you want to go crazy? That's the first thing I ask. And then they go, go a little crazy okay then i start looking Dude, at my fridge now so i need to like now i need to keep that in my cap like next time <laughs> i'm having a moment talk to tea and get a grilled cheese out of it <laughs> yeah i don't know what happens but like for some odd reason if you got shit to dish out i make grilled cheese i don't know Aww, why how sweet it's weird i mean i just drink I'm the person who's always got a fridge of alcohol. It's like if you need a if you need a moment, honey, you come over. I'll open that bottle of wine. <laughs> I'll open that bottle of vodka. I got you. Let's oh. do this thing. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Mm. Now I can do a grilled cheese and waffles. What is this salty sea? Oh yeah. All right. Go on. What happens in this episode? Right. So, so <laughs> basically, that's it. Right. We're led to believe that the truth comes out off camera. Yes. Well, I mean, the truth is already out. Eric knows the truth. Yeah. But now the Camdens have a chance to, you know, admit the truth. Or I really felt bad for Annie. Yeah. Because she was so excited. Well, she and Eric have that moment. Again, you know, how the sausage gets made. And at this point, he knows, right? They, well, they all know. It's after the waffle dinner. Everyone's oh, gone okay. upstairs, this, right? Okay. And it's just the two of them. They're sitting there and, and, and Annie's like, okay, so like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, I'll call Carlos tomorrow and tell him I'm not going to come. And, um, you know, we'll just wait for Mary to talk to us mm-hmm. because, you know, she needs to tell us her news. Like, this is not nothing, you know? And, and then... They're like, and then that's when they're like, does Carlos even know, you know, if we don't hear from Mary for a few months, then we're going to have to call Carlos. Like my heart ached at it's that. It's so sad. That, yeah, I was it's like. Not, it wasn't even a mutual like parting. It's like yeah. she just up and ditched. Yeah. Man. And when you're saying months, I'm like, wait, you're going to leave him hanging for months? I was like, oh, a day is too much. Atrocious. A day is too much. Precious. Also, what does Carlos do? Does he not work? What happens to baby Charlie? Well, he's like, it, what, like who's taking care of the baby? I don't know. It's just, it all sounds crazy. And also when you hear Annie saying how she would actually escape her, her family mm. for her alone time, which we did see an episode where she actually went to the beach alone with happy. Yes. And, uh, you know, there's something to be said about that. I'm so glad that that was brought up that like that sometimes you need to get away for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. For whatever it is. Yes. Mental health, whatever. Like, yes, I'm glad that Annie brought that up. She's like, well, I've done it. But never did she think that she would truly leave. And it's never been like 
peace out by no yeah. no explanations. It's like I'm gonna take a couple of days. You got the kids. Yeah. Cool. This is like this. This sounds legit. Like Mary up and ditched, like high and dry in the middle of the night. No, no clue of where she is or isn't. Yeah. And well, obviously isn't telling her family anything like they don't know where she is. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't speak from experience, but I, I just, I don't know. I can't imagine. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, no experience whatsoever. I don't have a family of my own. I don't have kids. Like I can, I can, I can't imagine. I can't. I, I mean, again, I can't speak from experience either. I don't know, but I can, I can envision you know objectively a world in which she wakes up one day and she's like i'm in a horrible marriage or not even i'm in a horrible marriage but what have i done why did i marry yeah. this guy and get away but to abandon your child yeah that, that. i can't even envision that like, I, I don't i don't understand how that works you know yeah i, I, know. I can't either I don't know, especially, especially when by, for all intents and purposes, it's not abusive. It's not, it's, she's not, she's not getting away to save herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've shown us Carlos and he's cute and sweet. It sounds like she's getting away for selfish reasons. That's what it sounds like. Makes it almost like unforgivable. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know how you come back from that as a person. You know, it's, it's a little fucked up. It is. It's not a little fucked up. I don't know. No, poor that cute baby. I know. He's so cute. Savannah's wearing a cap this Mm -hmm. episode that says oink on it. (laughs) What is that? Like, she's she's a a little piggy. I I, I guess so. But she's a cute baby. She really is. She's a really cute baby. She really is. I wonder what this little girl looks like. Oh, and like, who is she turned out to be? Yeah, like, who is she? Yeah. Or what does she look like? She's adorable. It's probably some twins that play her or something. Because that's usually how they do with babies. And But, oh man, super cute. Yeah. Super cute. (laughs) She's a cutie baby. Um... Yeah, man. I don't know. And then, of course, at the end, Simon calls his dad and like tells him what he's been dealing with or whatever. I. Oh, God, maybe there's that cheesiness to me or that that loves. What's the word here? No, there isn't a word, but I just like the fact that Simon is still scared to tell his dad his shit. Hmm. But I love that he still went to him. And I and I truly adored Eric saying, we love you, Simon, no matter what. Yeah. That's all he needs to hear. And I'm sure he believes it. And I'm sure he knows it. But it's that fear of, oh, my God, what am I going to tell my parents if something like this were to happen? Well, here's the thing. And I think it speaks to, you know, the strength of this family and yeah. their bond with each other and stuff. Like, Simon doesn't have an STD. He's yeah. fine. He didn't even have to tell his dad. You know no, he mean? didn't. He didn't have to go there. He could have just dealt with it the way he did, which is talk to his brother, talk to Kevin. No, he's okay. Get tested, obviously. Get his result. No, he's fine. And then just be done. Like, he didn't have to go out of his way to call his dad and be like, there's something I have to tell you. I'm scared. I don't want to, but I know that I should or whatever. Yeah. And the fact that he did... Like speaks to, I think, you know, a little bit of Simon's strength of character in that 
you know, I don't know. I feel like there's still some moral compass in him. Yeah. Not in, not, not even objectively the morality that has been instilled in him. Yes. From his life. From yeah. His family. That compass still exists. Whether or not I agree with that compass or whatever is not yeah. the point of my point, you know? Um, there's so, a lot of transparency in this family. Yes. So, yeah. And then, and then I, I like that little moment where, because he's at church, right? So Simon's like, oh, I don't want to bug you. You're going to go do your sermon. I'm yeah. sorry I'm not there. And Eric's like, well, you know, why don't you come over for a whole weekend once and you can, you know, spend the weekend with us and come to my sermon and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And Simon's like, okay, well, I don't want to keep you. He's like, listen, you know how this thing works. If I'm not there when the first hymn ends, I'll sing another one. Talk so to cute. me. Like, it's such a perfect, like, father and son moment. Of yeah. Just like, I'm, I'm your dad, first and foremost. Like, what's up? You know, I'm here yeah. for you. Like, that was really sweet. It is really sweet. Yeah. Eric. It's, it's honestly, too, the first moment, I think, of levity we've ever experienced when it comes to the church. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so. that I think that's definitely a solid moment where I can say, Eric, thumb up. Yeah. Like you, you, you that really, was a good dad moment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Usually he's such a shit starter or just nosy, but this was just sweet. Mm-hmm. Like just there. Just, yeah. just a listening ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was nice. It was, it was sweet. It was. Oh, man. This up. But but I have to admit, I loved Matt freaking out on the other line while his dad is listening to the messages. Yeah. Fucking loved it. Because Matt's like, no. <laughs> his eyes are getting big. He's like, what are the messages? And like, why are you teaching your dad to read, to listen to your voicemail? Well, how does he even know that it's, oh. He tells him. He's like, oh, dial down or whatever. Like, press this no, button. No, no, no. But how does, si- how does Matt know that Simon's message is going to be bad well he's just assuming that it would be only maybe because of mary oh well plus they know the secret and all that yeah stuff, yeah so, yeah. so he probably it's about that or whatever yeah i don't think okay. he knew about well i mean in the previous episode right like he did mention that he wants like uh birth control pills oh for, right so it for in his yeah, mind it's like Matt's it's gonna mind, go one like, or the it's, other it's bad news either way if yeah, Simon's yeah. calling me or whatever and yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. Hmm, what's happening <laughs> and he goes oh Simon called all is good and I was like sneaky Ugh. dad back to your old you know yeah when he did there's that there's that scene where um Annie comes into the bedroom and Eric's like sitting in the chair reading yes or you know pre- prepping his ser- sermon or whatever yeah yeah and she's like oh I'll just pack quickly and I'll get out of your way like I don't want to disturb you and Eric makes a comment like well you and I both know I'm already pretty disturbed or whatever like yeah. nothing's okay and mind you this is before they know the truth about Mary this mm-hmm. is before anything it's just all he's heard is Simon's voicemail to yeah. Matt at this point yeah and he's fucking spiraling over yeah. it it's I mean that's just his nature that's, that's who he is what are you gonna do um yeah so I don't know I again Mary man this is she's gotten herself into some shit here and Again, I wish I could care, but the show's not going to care. Yeah, so. I, I don't know why I'm supposed to care. And plus, like, why is this happening? Where is it going to take this family? What right. is the point of this? Right. Where do we go from here? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Very good point, T. Like, 
she's married. She has a kid. Just say that you go when you visit. What is the point? Let Simon have his shit to deal with, which he does. Right. Which is plenty enough. of. There's enough drama with Simon and Ruthie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let that be enough. Why do we have to drag another character who's never even going to be on the show into the mix? I know. I don't know how it's supposed to. Honestly, make- though, here's here's my thing is by the end of this season, it better pay off. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I know Mary's not going to make an appearance, but this whole thing better fucking pay off. Like, there yeah. better be a greater lesson to be learned from it. There better be something that ends up like going down. And, you know, like if they're going to do this, there better be a fucking good ass reason for it. Otherwise, I'm going to put this up this season just as low as season six, seven and eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. Yeah. Don't hold your breath, hon. I know. I know. Hate to say All we can it. do is wait and see, I guess. How did... Mm. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like, I have a question, but I don't want to offend our listeners who have watched this show from beginning to end. But honestly, like, I'm having a hard time with this show, especially because you're bringing up a character, again, that's never going to come back. I don't know where the, where this drama is going to take the family, were you not annoyed? Were like what made you stick around? Yeah. To continue this for two more seasons. We have 10 and 11. Yeah. This would I would be so upset. Yeah. I, I I'm upset and I and I'm not even a, the craziest fan of this show. I'm really not. Like there's some stuff that yes, I love. There's but again, it's like a handful of things, guys. It's not Few and I, far between. Yeah, I can't say it's Oh yeah, from season one through season nine. I and again, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I, I, I kind of need to understand. Like, I'm hurt for Mary, and Mary's not even on the show, and I don't so, know what this means for the family. So I don't want to speak for our listeners who were fans of the show, and yeah. please let us know because all of the same questions or all the questions that T just asked, yeah, we're both very curious. And about. I should mention though, I, I will mention this. Like, we have an Instagram account. We follow a few Instagram accounts. Yes. And I do see some people that post some really sweet little nuggets of the show. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I get it like, especially because one, you chopped it to that perfect little thing to tell me that story or to gain that wisdom from that one piece of like, whatever truth bomb right there or something. Okay. Those I get again, far in between, but I, I see it and I get that. But as a whole, I'm just a little confused. That's all. So that's what I was going to say. So again, not trying to speak for our listeners, but I can, I'm, I'm going to try to put myself in my 2005 shoes. Yeah. Right? And okay. Back then, there was, there was a little bit of mysticism mm-hmm. when it came to television. Oh right? yeah, definitely. If things were not as like transparent and open book as it as is they now. are now where yeah. everyone's like, well, you can just look on Instagram and figure out what's going to happen next because you know, yeah. and, you know, there wasn't not much of that back then. Mm-hmm. So I could see where even for Brenda Hampton, yeah, she doesn't know. And certainly the audience doesn't know that Mary's never going to come back. Mm. You know what I mean? I think too that, 
again, from the perspective of like once a week, you got to wait a whole week to watch it. If you missed it, you missed it. Yeah. Kind of television, right? The fact that they're talking about Mary and that the storyline centers around Mary Mm -hmm. makes it feel like she is still a part of the show. I know. Even though you don't actually see or hear from her. Like she's very much still a part of the fabric of the show. You're shitting on her. So you're invested in the character even though you're never going to see her again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then also too, the most important thing that we can't ever forget is... In season 10, and especially when season 10 ended, everybody believed that that was the series finale of the show. Oh, season 10. Yes. No one knew it was coming back for a fucking once more around the track season 11. Man. So I truly believe that the season 10 finale is going to be a really great series finale. And then season 11 is just going to shit all over the place and be garbage that doesn't need to happen. So sad. I'm excited for it just for that reason. Oh, just to see it like crash? I want to see it (laughs) crash and burn. I want it to be like, oh my God, why did they do this to us? You know? Mm, Interesting. Um, So in that way, like I'm actually kind of really looking forward to the end of this season and going Mm. into season 10. Like, because I feel like this is the show, you know, sort of like, ringing its final bell and being like this is we're going out this is yeah. how we're gonna do it you know and then we get the splash of season 11 where you're mm-hmm. just like what <laughs> you know interesting obviously getting ahead of ourselves but right so again listeners we want to hear from you let us know like what it, like what is it that you stayed for like what is like yeah. what what kept you watching the show because that is an interesting th- thought you know because i think uh, most everybody would agree certainly i think our listeners would agree um that in hindsight yeah. you know 15 years removed or whatever mm-hmm. this show does not hold up like yeah it, it doesn't it, it can't hold up L- look i watched dawson's creek i did and i finished it i don't know if that holds up because i haven't watched it ever since it finished not once i haven't I watched re-watched. a single episode I rewatched the whole series, I would say maybe five years ago, Mm -hmm. and it held up for me until like the last couple of years when they were in college. Okay. But all the Creek drama in high school held up for me. Really? It did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, See, I I have no idea only because I finished it and I was done. I walked away. Haven't watched a single episode since it was over. But I don't even think Dawson's Creek is the gold standard to which to compare things for well, me. I don't think yeah. Buffy is the gold standard Buffy was fun. to which you compare. And things. I was late in the game with Buffy. Like I remember I was late in the game with Buffy. I don't even ever think I really watched it. I, I watched, I did a full binge of Buffy just again, five or six years ago for the first mm. time. No, I remember watching it in high school and also, um, but I, but I was late in the game. I didn't watch the first couple seasons and then i don't know what happened something turned on and i just started watching it and i went shit i've been missing out and i and i said i'm not gonna wait till this is over to mm-hmm. watch it all because that was not an option not an option so you're like okay i'm just so gonna you watch just it. dive in and see I, what happens yep, that's right yep and then if you're lucky you catch it in syndication here yeah exactly <laughs> yep. exactly god what a weird way to watch television i that know was. actually it's it, i think it's a little bit more magical 
Yes, it was. It's magical to watch it that way. I like it knowing that I can't see you again. But Netflix and Hulu, there was a a sense of mysticism still sort of surrounding television back then. Yeah. That was like, you know, it was a little more ephemeral. It was a little more like... Oh yeah, you caught that cool episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like you had like this, like you wore like a badge of honor. Like, exactly. like I watched it. You know, now it's like whatever. You know, I, I love TV Land for this reason only is because they, hot in Cleveland. Well, <laughs> I don't watch that show. I've seen a you couple of. I've, I've seen. I watch a couple episodes and it cracked me. Up. I binged and finished Hot in Cleveland, and by the end of the series, I was crying. Interesting. <laughs> no, like I. Golden Girls is on? Hell yeah. yeah. Three's Company? Yes. I am a sucker for old sitcoms. I can sit there and watch them over and over again. No problem. Every all of them, all of them, Sanford and Son, All in the Family. I don't care. I love them. I never could get into All in the Family. I don't know. Something about it just kind of made me crack up at how rude he was. I think it's be- yeah. I think it's that exact thing. It's because. And I get that it's satire. Yeah. Like, I have the objective appreciation for comedy to recognize what that is. But it doesn't do it for me. Like, it Mm. it doesn't make me laugh to to go, oh, what a chauvinist pig. Like, it doesn't make me laugh. You know what I I mean? I don't know what it was that actually did make me laugh. But there was always that little piece of, hmm, at the end where Mm. Archie kind of gets it. Well, sure. And of course, at the end of the day, Edie always gets the last laugh. Like, that's the point because he's a garbage person who needs to learn a lesson. I get it. She's so magic. I loved Edie. Yeah. Her delivery, I swear, it's... I just called her Edie. That's not even... She goes by Edith. Yeah, (laughs) Edith. She is Edith. Yeah. But like, Edith. Like, kind of like... It kind of... Oh my God, is that where David was born? (laughs) (laughs) but like yeah i don't know old sitcoms i'm a sucker for it it's weird i don't know why but i am a sucker for it i get it and and i think it's because the jokes still fucking three's company still lands because it's raunchy because it actually fucked with television whether it's physical comedy and the raunchiness yeah you're right like my favorite and uh, not my favorite but one of the shows i liked growing up as a kid or whatever was um green acres oh really <laughs> i had such a weird soft spot for green acres like i loved was it was it jaja or ava in that one it was jaja right yeah i believe it's jaja i loved her and her little accent and her like frufuness and i love the theme song i i loved everything about green acres <laughs> interesting yeah yeah that and then i was a huge genie head i oh yeah genie i dream of genie yeah oof i which dream of genie both i would watch i prefer genie over oh yeah well genie was just because she was pretty she was like kind of sexy like you could like like i i always like liked the moments where she was in her little get up you know like in her bottle or whatever like i drived on that a little bit because, cause, like, Samantha was never sexy, you know? Like, her deal was never, like... It was never raunchy like Jeannie was. That's you true. Know? Jeannie was a little bit more raunchy. Yeah, definitely. Because of her relationship with Master and everything. Yeah. You know, like, there was a little bit of sort of underlying raunch there. Yeah, you know? there was. <laughs> definitely there was. Yeah. yeah, I forget about that. Yeah. Well, oh. man. Fucking... 
I I used to love summers, like when you're off from school and oh stuff. Oh my god, yeah. Because like Nick at night, you was be the thing. shit when we were younger. And like every day of the week, they have like a marathon of a different show. Yeah, and like oh, it was the greatest. You punks, you started putting Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and you made me feel old. <laughs> Wait, Fresh Prince is on Nick at night now. For- is Nick at night still a thing? Yeah, it's still a thing. Really? Well, Nickelodeon or yeah, it turns into a thing. Like you'll see Fresh Prince of Bel Air on at like ten, ten thirty now. I'm like, what, what else do they air at night? Like Rugrats? I don't know about Rugrats, but there was a time that they were putting Full House. I don't know if they are anymore. Ugh, who cares? I don't care about Full House. I know that's kind of an unpopular opinion, but no, it's never I don't know. been a favorite show of mine. It, it. I don't think it should have been a favorite show for most people. Really? No, the jokes don't really land all the time. They kind of don't. All right, yeah. I mean, I know they don't land for me, but I'm thinking. I'm, I'm trying to be like objective and be like, whoa, well, I don't know. It was, I don't know, it was a very wholesome show that wasn't 100%. It's, it's a bit too cheesy. Yes. Yeah. 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 It never really walked that line of like, oh, you know. Exactly. Exactly. But there, I have to admit, there are a few episodes I'm like, yes, I love these episodes. Well, it's <laughs> usually just like, you know, Jesse and Becky. Oh, sure. Yeah. The, they're, yeah, they're fun to watch. And like Steve is cute too. Steve and DJ. I don't care about Steve. I don't know. I think it's even in, he's Aladdin voice, you know. Even in Fuller House, like, because there's this whole love triangle between Wait, her he's, he and was in Steve, Fuller House? And then this new guy she's with. Aww. And I was, like, all about this new guy. And she ends up with Steve. And I'm like, are you fucking she kidding ends me, up with DJ? Steve? Well, she basically chooses Steve over this other guy. But then I don't know that she's with him now. I think I, I feel like like the like the universe keeps pulling them apart, you know, kind of mm. thing. Like like they can't really get together till the very end or whatever. You Interesting. Know? Yeah, I don't um, know. I think the reason why I like Steve is because in my mind I know he's Aladdin. He's is the, he really? He's the voice of Aladdin. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. You're right. I yeah. can hear it now. <laughs> he's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rate this episode. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> the tangents of tangents. Uh, <laughs> The tangled web we weaved. I know. Um, <laughs> thumb up, thumb down. Okay. Because this was kind of fun. Fucked up, but kind of fun. I mean, listen, the Mac and Martin shit alone deserves a whole thumb for sure. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it one thumb up, one thumb down, I think, too. Okay. Have because, that. Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst, it's, you know? Yeah, it's definitely it's, not. There's some entertainment in here, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I can't hate it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Any extra observations, or is that going to do it for us? Oh, I think that does it. All right. Well, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on social media or send us an email we're also on Patreon. All that information is in the liner notes. You lovely, lovely listeners. We love you guys so much. And until next time, bye. Ciao.